Hi, welcome back to the Marketing Retro Podcast, where Josh and Adrian discussed random marketing ideas that are running through their head this week. So, Josh, what are we? What's running through your head today? I was thinking a lot about the word brand and how it has so many loaded meanings. Uh, there's definitely meanings for consumers on the and on the end, but also for us as both business owners and people that service other businesses. I think there are basically three heads of the dragon to think about as consumers, as ourselves, um, as our own brands, as companies, and then how we're helping our customers with their brands. So um, to start us off, I thought I'd ask you a bit about like, what's your favorite brand as a, as a consumer? What shoots to the top for you? Oh gosh, as a consumer. Okay. This is going to be the first thing that comes to mind because I didn't prep and think about this beforehand. Um, but we just bought a farm. We bought a hundred acres in North Texas. And so we are currently shopping tractors, you know, farm equipment supplies. Okay. And so my favorite brand right now at the second is Kubota and Kubota makes these bright orange tractors. Um, they have a really nice customer service. They're well-known in the homesteading community. The price point is good. Uh, you get to see their product in action on all of these YouTube channels. Um, so yeah, I think Kubota is doing a really great job of creating a new brand because they are up against John Deere. Mm -hmm. And think about farming, farming people, you know, mid, America, John Deere, right? Like that's a Kubota is coming in and making a splash and doing really well. So they, they've got, they're a contender. They're a small guy compared and they're doing really well. So that, that's my favorite brand right now. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I guess when you were, when you were starting to talk about that, the first one in my head was, was John Deere. I have, um, mm -hmm relatives in the in the midwest uh, on my wife's side that are you know nebraska and you're either you're either john deere or your other ones i think there's a red too like you mentioned the color so we know john deere is the yellow and green and you mentioned kubota is orange and i've seen that and we like cat oh that's that's the red i was like i know red like it and they've all just Basically, you can see them from a mile away yes, on your farms. A John Deere, and we just don't have the Kubota. So that's kind of why Kubota okay. is on my mind right now, too. It's because it's the one I don't have. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. But as, and are these all ones you've inherited or that, like, bought all of them and part of the farm? Or, like, because you don't usually see a mixed bag, right? Aren't usually families it's kind of like apple and like android you're like an android family or an apple family isn't it yes pretty typical so. with farms i think so we they came with a farm so and there are five different tractors um we have a theory that chris's grandfather when he purchased them in the 80s uh, he didn't want to have to like back up to the implements there are a lot of different tools and like things you have to drag with the tractors um, and it can get complicated. It's not necessarily related to marketing, but it, it was a pain in the butt. So he was like, I'm just, every time we have to buy a new tool, I'm going to buy a new tractor. So that was all 30 years ago. Um, so that's probably why there's a whole bunch of different kinds of tractors on the farm. Uh, but we also, that's why we're looking into Kubota. We want, we want one, we want one thing that we can go to that will do all the things. 
Right, right. Yeah, that's an interesting thing because it's similar. Like when I was brought up, Apple is a consumer brand. Like everyone knows Apple. I'm an yeah. Android person. Yeah, me too. And almost like, <laughs> which is like super rare or among, among tech circles because you just hear people talk about Apple and there's nothing wrong with it. The thing that bothers me the most is just the blind brand trust with it. That just yeah. like, I'm like, so basically you stick an Apple logo on it and you will buy it. And it's just like, they just don't even think about it. And then yeah. my, my worst, uh, assumption is about whenever I talk to an Apple person, they're like, well, I know, uh, I tried to Android once I like picked up my cousin's phone and like for, I couldn't find anything. So no, and it was slow and it was horrible. I was like, okay, how long ago was that? What version did they have? Who knows? Like, yes, there's all these questions, but you're immediately writing something off for one minute, two minutes of experience and just being like, <laughs> and, and Hey, the Apple does make great products, but it's, I'm, ne I'm never a blind, like brand fan. I'm a big brand fan of different brands. I will refer people to all kinds of different things, but not, not blindly. So, yeah. Yes. I think the thing with which Apple has done really well in creating a full brand. If we want to talk about like really what does it mean to be a brand? If you are in the Apple ecosystem, if your computer's an Apple, your watch is an Apple, your phone is an Apple, your iPod and whatever, like everything's Apple. It's so easy, right? Like just, just right. the whole thing. Um, well, just like your Kubota attachments, right? Exactly. Like just like with the, like if you can be in that ecosystem, but that's probably why brand is really important because they do. If they, if they can get you on one product, then hopefully that their point is, is let's get you on all of them. Let's sink you into the Apple world yeah. and your life is the just ecosystem. So it's like, you've already built the trust, right? You've already have some sort of, you know, emotional tie to it or whatever that is. It's easy. It's, it's easy to get frustrated or turned off by other ones. So, I mean, yeah. they've done a phenomenal job. I don't think there's really many better examples. And as a consumer, you mentioned like they had to think about it. They couldn't find anything. Um, you know, decision-making as a consumer is really hard. And so I know I have let brand make my decisions for me a lot. Um, last December, I bought a new to me Ford Expedi Expedition. I needed a new car. I had an Expedition. I loved my Expedition. And I didn't want to have to think about all of the different types of SUVs and their features and their this and their that. I knew that my current expedition that I had had a great turning radius, fit all of my kids, all of the things. And I was just like, I just, I don't want to think about it. So we just went and bought another one. Like I didn't even do right. research into other brands. It just didn't seem like it was so overwhelming. And I already knew I had an option that worked for me. And now this one actually isn't that great. It turned out to be, there are some tweaks with the current year I bought that are a little wonky and things like that. Um, but that's kind of what happens with the brand. That's why Apple can release a quote unquote new phone. And it has like maybe, you know, half a second, half a pixel better picture camera, but they've launched this new phone and now people are scrambling to get it. Like, oh yes, Apple, let's get the new phone, even though it's not, it's not necessarily better, but people will, right. they're involved in brand. Yeah, and that and they become like a status symbol as well too. So it's oh, kind of sure. like a, That's a whole... sort of thing. <laughs> That's yeah. a whole different story. A luxury. There should be an episode on that. I'm sure Apple will come back up. Um, but I, I see what I totally see what you mean in terms of like 
cognitive overload or decision-making on that type of thing. And for me, for technology stuff, like, and maybe this is the engineer geek in me is like, I love doing that research. So my wife even mentioned the other day that her laptop seemed to be slowing down. And then I'm like, what should we be getting you next? And I'm like, <laughs> she doesn't want to make that decision. We'll be happy yeah. to just be like, pick it for me. Here are my general requirements or, okay, I need final approval, but you do all the research. And that's, yeah. I like doing that research. Um, my wife hates doing that research in, in terms of even other things, cars, other things like that. I just, I, I, I go to the sites, I, I sink my teeth in, I go and, you know, look at when we bought an SUV again, like what's the towing capacity? What's this? I know we'll never use it, but all these things. And so uh, I like that part. So that would be taking something away from me. <laughs> if if uh, uh, I had the, I, I just pick something, I'd be like, no, nah, I still, I would still dig in research. So, but so it still brand customer, gives me a great starting point though. So Yeah. I was gonna say as a customer, is there a place where you say, I just trust this brand. It doesn't matter. Like if I need a new thing, if I need the next thing, I'm going to go for that brand. Do you have that? Not blindly. I'll still look at reviews. I'll still look at, and, and this is the risk aversion in me. I will look at, I never like to buy the first year of a car model. Like I Same. would let them get the kinks out, like that type of thing. And normally these days I also would buy a used car. Uh, I would uh, look at, I would, I rarely, I'm never there on launch day <laughs> to make the purchase on the first thing of the shiny thing. I'm not the shiny thing person. So uh, I'm always waiting. So I'll read the reviews. I'll see what comes out. Maybe it'll come at a discount. Who knows? Um, mm -hmm. That type of thing. So that's, that's sort of my, my buying style. Yeah. I'm very similar in that as well. So what about then? You mentioned the difference in brand between being um, like for us freelancers, B2B SaaS and customers. What, what are those differences that we can consider as like having your own brand? What, what are your thoughts? So, on yeah. That? So, well, let's, let's go to the, um, yeah. So our own brand, I think that was the next one. So we talked about it as consumers, as like people purchasing from brands and then yes, as so for brand, for us, um, it's interesting. Cause like, I, this is the bigger question for me today, which is like, do I consider referral rock a brand? Um, yeah. is more of like, a, was a self question. And I would say yes, but I don't know how long that's been and, and how big we needed to be, how many employees, how many, how much, uh, you know, how, where we were in the product market fit life cycle, mm -hmm. um, all of those types of things. And I know some people think of it really early on, like you get a logo, you buy some t-shirts. I, but I really think they call themselves a brand in those early days. And I, yeah. do wonder what that inflection point shift where they would start to consider themselves a brand. So my question for you is, do you consider yourself a brand, not the personal branding stuff, but like kind of your best buyer persona and, and, and you as a content marketing consultant, like, do you think of yourself as a brand? Okay. In that same sense. So first I have a different point of view. I have a different, I don't Shoot. think you can consider yourself a brand. Um, I think brand does not come internally. You, I don't know if you would ever be aware of quote unquote, being a brand internally. You have to be told it. I, I think let's just, let's okay, go down right. the I think brand no, go, go is created it. by the audience is created by your consumers. Um, once you are recognizable, once you have a tone of voice 
that people just know. Everybody knows what Apple sounds like, what their marketing looks like. They could probably, I would guess, put out some marketing content without the logo and people would be able to say, I, that's most likely Apple, like with some new feature. That's a feel. Features. It just is something tactile about it, right? So Exactly. Yeah. It's an experience. It's a feel. Uh, people have been living with it long enough. They have an idea of what, especially when Steve Jobs was around, it was so clearly Apple, right? Um, I think that brand comes from externally, the awareness of a brand. So the question is, is best 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 is best buyer persona a brand? <laughs> Say that five times fast. Um, I don't know. So I get tagged a lot in persona type stuff uh, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. I get referred if anybody's looking for persona work or interviews. There is awareness out there. I know now, um, but it's not everywhere because really there are other people doing other kind of buyer personas all over the place um, and they don't know how I'm different, why I'm different, what my approach to personas is. So I think I've best buyer personas probably carved a small space on Twitter, um, but anywhere else, no, I would not say that there's brand awareness there. Um, and so how do you, how do you get there? Do I consider, like Adrian, my, my services, my consulting a brand. I don't think so either. Um, there is, it, it's just, it's hard to get there. You have to have, in my opinion, in order to really be a brand, um, there's gotta be a level of awareness, um, and a level of fandom sort of without mm -hmm. sense of a better word, like just understanding who they are, what they're about. Um, and being excited about the things that they do. Um, so we're working on it. What about like, what do you think? So I said that I, I don't think brand can be measured internally. What do you think? Um, I agree. I agree when we're talking about like, and it's like effect in being a brand. Um, you're right. I, I feel like it is, it is created externally. I mean, obviously you'll, your actions as a company or as a business, as a person are going to affect how people feel, right? It's, it's sort of like when people talk about culture, which is a whole nother topic, <laughs> but, but it, it's essentially in my view, it's your actions, whatever you're doing and, and you're naturally gravitating, gravitating towards, you know, a certain philosophical standpoint, a certain way you want to do business, like, you know, and, and it comes out in your customer service, it comes out in your copy, it comes out in your logo, it comes out in your interactions, uh, how your team is like the, the people you hire, all of these things. So I think those, the feeling that a customer ends up with, right? Like, what are they going to talk about you? Are they going to refer you? What are they going to say about you? Like those all have a big to do with if, if you have a quote unquote brand. So um, I agree with you on that sense. The, I guess the point I wanted to make on the other one is like, when do you know or associate yourself with being a brand? And this is, this kind of came from, I was writing my own copy for myself on every, I probably, you know, it's one of these things you write a thousand versions all the time, <laughs> at least for me about, you know, what, what does Referrock do? And, and I've always said, oh, we're, we're a software that helps, you know, businesses run referral programs or get more word of mouth, things like that. But I've been trying to kind of condense it a bit. And I'm like, what if instead of the word business, I said brand, like 
would that point to the right people, the right customers that we're helping? Do they associate themselves with having a brand? Because for us, word of mouth, all of those other things, our referral programs are basically a multiplier of your word of mouth that is already going on. So you have to have some, you can't start out with zero. So if someone was to say, and in my copy, I'm like, hey, it's the best place for brands to run referral programs versus we help businesses run referral programs. Like businesses could be uh, a mom and pop shop. It could be one person yeah. running a solo entrepreneur that is not going to really be able to benefit from a referral program. But if I said brand, does that immediately go, oh, they are at least this tall. And when does that click for them in their brain? As a marketer, I'm I'm there reading copy and thinking that's interesting. Yeah, we're a brand, of course, for a brand. And like, it just is like that I could interchange those two words with that business or brand and they wouldn't notice. But for the wrong fit person saying brand would probably turn them off. And that might be okay too. So that was kind so of where I, have, I started this brain thought. I use this term a lot with clients when I'm working with SaaS e-commerce tools. Um, and for some reason, I don't know where this nuance came from, um, but for me, brand implies a B2C aspect. If I'm talking to brands, these people are working directly with consumers. And like I said, I don't know where this came up. I don't know if this is just mine, you know, my own little thing, or if this actually exists in the world. And that'd be a good question kind of for like to talk about without other people. Um, but when I say brand, I think of companies, businesses that work directly with consumers. So e-commerce brands, they have a brand, they have an aesthetic, they have a vibe. You can talk about it, things like that. Um, could a B2B SaaS have a brand? Absolutely. I talk about we need to build brand awareness as a part of our content marketing strategy. Um, and for me, that means we're going to talk about general topics. We're not getting more like we're not getting specific into product marketing yet because we're building brand awareness. Um, but it, it has a different connotation for me when I'm talking to my B2B SaaS clients. Brand awareness means I want people to recognize my name with what we do like the business name with what we do. That's what brand awareness means for me when I talk to my B2B SaaS. Brand, when I'm talking about the e-commerce companies, really does mean their entire business, the business in its entirety, who they are, what they sell, the various products that they have. Um, and so that nuance there, like, I don't know, would it alert to the right kind of people? Like you said, if you're working with other B2B SaaSs and you called yourself a you say you work with brands, would they consider themselves a brand or a business? And what's, what is the difference? Yeah. And I think it's just that in the eyes of the beholder actually, uh, or the person essentially reading the text is, are they going to associate or not? So it might be a lovely question for our listeners, or maybe if this is going out on a tweet thread, asking what people think about that. Do you associate yourself as being a business or a brand? And, you know, who are you and what do you do? <laughs> so what does it mean to be, be a brand? How do you measure right. brand? Right. I don't Somebody knows, I'm sure there's, there is someone out there who does this and is screaming in their podcast ears right now. So, like, so tell us, tag us on Twitter. If you know, what does it mean? Or, you know, I will probably tweet about it soon, but yeah, like, let us know. Cause I, I am curious, like 
when I use it, there's not a whole lot of necessarily nuance and thought. And I think marketers are notoriously awful at that. We use terms, we use words, we're saying one thing, customers are saying, we're probably saying the exact same things, but we mean, it means completely different things. And I think that's part of where, you know, we need to get clear on what do we mean? What do we mean when we say brand? What are we talking about? Yeah, definitely. Um, my quick take on it off of the, the stuff you mentioned earlier, I would bet any B2C brand is much earlier, like you were saying. I think associating, even if I was a single person doing an e-commerce thing, I would probably think of myself as a brand because I would need to, that's part of the biggest differentiation you can make at B2C. It is about the feeling and about, you know, what, what you're, what you're delivering. Cause it's rarely a differentiation in the actual like mechanics of the, the product you're, you're, you're selling. So, um, but at B2C, I feel like you have to be, you have to be thinking brand earlier on, um, B2B, I would say it can wait a little longer. It probably doesn't click until maybe you have a first full-time marketer, right? That goes, yeah. oh, where's the logo? Where's the, where are the assets? Where's those things? And, and what is our voice and tone and what is our, so I think maybe that's like, for me, the trigger point of like, once it's outside yourself, unless you were a founder that is purely a marketer and maybe your brain is that you are a brand or you're going to be creating a brand, yeah. but that's probably more of the exception, not the rule. I would agree with that hundred percent. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it. So have a good week, Adrian. You too, Josh. Bye.